Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Today, I have a fellow National Geographic Kids book editor, and you know how I love Nat Geo here. Um, my kids love it, and this is going to be about a children's book that just came out um, in May of 2023. Uh, but before I bring Ariane on, I would like to give you a little background about her, and her name is Ariane Suzu. Uh, she's a senior editor for uh, National Geographic Kids Books. In her time at Nat Geo Kids, she's edited a range of children's books on a variety of fun topics, specializing in books for ages 8 to 12. Books she's worked on include the 100 Things series, Weird But True Know-It-All series, Not So Common Sense, Pirate Queens, Ultimate Book of Reptiles, Kids Versus Plastic, How to Survive in the Age of Dinosaurs, and many more, which I have pretty much all of these books and interviewed most of you guys on these books and they're fabulous. Um, she lives in Falls Church, Virginia with her husband, daughter, and dog. And uh, we're talking about the National Geographic Kids Almanac of 2024, um, which is the perfect way to prevent summer brain drain. Um, it's packed with incredible photos and fascinating stories. This new edition features exclusive National Geographic Explorer interviews and features. Um, like exclusive interactive almanac challenge 2024, which we will dive into with Ariane here in a minute. And it's a bonus section of uh, slide splitting, uh, side splitting jokes and riddles, uh, lots of animal rescue stories, new science and dinosaur discoveries, new experiments to do, places to explore and ways to change the world. Please welcome Ariane to, to, to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be talking about the Nat Geo Kids 2024 Almanac, which is jam-packed with so much wild information about our about our natural world um, and beyond. Absolutely. So before we jump in, I'm going to do an icebreaker. Okay. And then I have some other questions for you as well. Um, so the first one is, what is your favorite cookie and or cookie memory? Oh my goodness. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, my favorite cookie is, um, I think are those cowboy cookies where they've kind of got like oats in them and it's like oh, yeah. kind of a jumble of things. Um, yes. My favorite, I had such a good memory. Uh, the first time I ever had one, I think it was at Whole Foods. Um, I think I was a kid and my mom took me there and um I think they gave me a free cookie there and it was so buttery. It was just like this butter bomb. And ever since then, I've just like those cookies are my favorite. They've just got like a little bit of everything in them. That's not, I mean, hey, I mean, nothing, nothing better than just a little mix. They also have like those Halloween candy cookies. I've never done them, but like yes. they bake the cookies with all the I think it's more of the chocolate ones, but mm -hmm. like throw it all in so then your kids aren't eating it. So you just jam-packed right. with calories <laughs> yeah but you get right. some, some of like everything in there and as a kid yeah. especially if your parent only lets you get one you know it's like well that's got the most stuff in it yeah absolutely that's a good way to barter um <laughs> and you're you're a new mom you have a one-year-old yeah soon to be 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she was, um, her birthday's in June and, um, you know, I've, I've been kind of adjusting to, to being a mom and working full time like this, you know, over the last year, it's been kind of a wild ride. It's, she's amazing. I, I love being a mom. Um, it's definitely, uh, the best thing I've ever done, but also like the sleep deprivation. I don't think people mentioned it, but I don't think I fully understood until I was in it. (laughs) Yeah. It gets better. You'll just adapt. (laughs) You'll just be like, I got three hours. It's good. Right. Right. My definition of of a good night's sleep is different. (laughs) Yes. hundred percent. And then when you get over that, you're like more tired. Right. Right. So you're like, why did I get more sleep? I feel like I'm less, you (laughs) why am I so groggy? Yeah. Like less productive because I've gotten more sleep. Right. 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 There's less like adrenaline or something. Yeah. Right. It's, it's cause you just, but when you're like, I always tell my kids, like, do you need anything? Because when I'm done and I sit down my happy butt on this couch, (laughs) I'm done. Don't, don't ask me for another cup of water. Don't ask me for anything else until it's time (laughs) to get up and go tuck you in because I am done. And they look at me like, can I have a cup of water? It's too mom. <laughs> right. right. But um, how has um being an editor for like have you all you've been doing the Nat Geo kids stuff before you were a mom? So how has being a mom now impacted maybe your view when you approach projects? Because now it's tailored for kids. You have a kid. Yes, she's only one, but like huh. eventually, right? Right. Yeah. That's such a good question. Thank you so much for asking that. Um, you know, I would say that previously I sort of saw myself as like a big kid and I would, you know, I, there's so much that I'm learning about the world and things constantly. So as I would edit books, I would be like, you know, would this make sense to a a kid? Um, do I, does it need further explanation? Um, but also like, do I find it interesting? Cause if I don't find it interesting and I'm starting to fall asleep reading a manuscript or a layout, then kids are not going to find it interesting. Um, you know, you've really got to kind of wow kids with a really cool fun facts. And as you know, cause I know, you know, your kids read Nat Geo kids, Nat Geo kids books, um, and Nat Geo kids products. Um, you know, we really try to amp up that weird, but true factor and really, really just sort of like blow their minds with like the wild and wacky stuff that's out there. Um, But since having a kid, I would say I'm looking at things through a new lens. I mean, I'm definitely having all these different ideas of things I want to do with, um, you know, good night books or like read, you know, co co co-reading material um, because, you know, as, as a new mom, one thing I like to do is read as an editor also, like I I love reading and I I definitely want to share that love of reading with my daughter. So I love reading books to her. I think most parents probably like reading books to their kids. Um, And some of them out there are kind of like repetitive and they're cute, you know, but as the mom, I'm like, you know, Anna, my daughter like loves certain books and I, I have memorized them now because their kids books and they're very short. Um, but I also like, the lens of like, you know, like, is there something that would be more interesting to the parent as they're reading? Um, you know, like if Nacho kids did a good night book or something. So, you know, the Nacho kids almanac, I think is perfect for something like that actually, because it's so boredom busting and it's such a wide range of, 
of material. I think parents would actually find it interesting if they were reading it with their child or if their child were repeating facts that they learned in the almanac to them. I think they would find it fascinating. And then the other thing that I'm looking at too is just safety Um, because some of these books, I don't know if you feel this way as a parent, but like my daughter is very tactile and she wants to grab everything. And some of the, um, the pages of some of these picture books are thick, kind of like cardstock. And I know they do that to, for durability, but I'm worried about her getting like a paper cut <laughs> as weird as that is, but she flails a lot. And I'm just like, let me take that away from you or like a book dust jacket. You know, they're, they're very beautiful. And it helps add that gift. Take to them you. off. I actually take I them off and I yeah. throw them away. Unfortunately, cause they they'll get loose. They'll get it's right. Like, yes. Yeah. And they're yeah, sharp. They're like yeah. sharp weirdly. So yeah, I do the same thing. So we've got a bunch of book jackets that, that are just laying there right now. Um, and it, I'm like, oh, these are so beautiful, but they don't serve a purpose for me. So I'm looking at it through that lens too. Yeah. Cause it's like, if the book cover and the book jacket match, it's like, we don't yeah. need this piece Why of paper. We? Like, right. we don't need it. That's the name of the book's right. here and nothing. I mean, Hey, it's a, it, it's nice. And it's very, it's, it's not, it, my kids will rip it up or, yeah. you know, like you said, like if you've got younger ones, um, I think like a nocturnal book, like with fun facts about the animals and how they're going to sleep, but yeah. also like they can relate would be kind of cool for kids amazing. To, to read and also keep the parents engaged. Um, my son, who's nine, he'll be 10 at the end of the year. Um, he's like my, I call my brainy kid. Like he all about documentaries there's everything about dinosaurs. There's actual dinosaur tracks like on this trail behind my house. And so I haven't taken them there yet because you have to wait till it doesn't rain and I haven't yet seen it, but he really wants to go. And um, what's super cool about this podcast is I can have people from Nat Geo come on and talk. And I've had like paleontologists and um, talk about it because I do it for him because I like to learn so I can share a fun fact because all the time he's the one telling me these facts and I always like when he tells me about animals that he reads in these almanacs I'm like and I'm like I should not question him because I right. probably knows <laughs> yeah. better than I do. <laughs> right uh, and it, 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 the pictures are very colorful and I like the almanacs very um it's just wide variety of topics because you've got mm-hmm. animals plants dinosaurs, science, how do you keep each year? You've covered so much, right? Like, how do you keep and choose what you put each year? That's also such a great question. And, you know, talking about, you know, dinosaurs and stuff too, and how your son is interested in that. um, You know, I, I will say just really quickly, kids any, when I've gotten into a conversation about dinosaurs with a kid who loves dinosaurs, I get outmatched very quickly. Like they will, these, some of these dinosaur scientific names are like the, the longest, most complicated name I've ever seen. And they just rattle them off. Like it's not a big deal because their brains are like sponges and it's crazy. They I love, something he's like, that's a Parasaurolophus. I'm like, wait, like, I'm like, oh, what? That's <laughs> a flat list. I'm like, wait, you wait. can read that. Like, uh, right. right. And they say it perfectly. And then they'll like correct you when you say it incorrectly. So like, they know, they know how it's pronounced. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so fascinating. I love that your son loves dinosaurs. I, I 
that's I it was a phase. I was like, this has got to be a phase. And he yeah. is nine and he still is obsessed. And I love, I just did a whole dinosaur room. I put like vines and I hung them from those little hooks all throughout his, and he wanted this ginormous, like 3d T-Rex head coming out of the wall. And I'm like, this is terrifying. He's like, it's fine, mom. Just don't look at it. I'm like, wait, you're okay with this staring at going to sleep. You see oh, that you <laughs> you're cool with this. He's like, yeah. And there's a Raptor with like claws coming out of the, of the wall as well next to it. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this, but it's your room and <laughs> that's fine. And he doesn't care. And I'm like, okay. But, uh, I remember I always called it Gigantosaurus. And in my little six-year-old who's got this little lisp, adorable. He's like, it's Gigantosaurus mom. I'm like, <laughs> Huh? Like, do you get any a source? Do you get any source? I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like, they can't say like, you know, milk or, or like some basic, yeah. word, but they can rattle off like this dinosaur scientific name. It's, it's so wild. Um, well, and he I, says like, mom, that hurted. I'm like that hurted. <laughs> you mean that hurt, but you can say, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I've never heard about that though. Like, um, where, you know, like a T-Rex head on a wall or like a raptor coming out. That's, that's some creativity there. Um, and I do hope that your son becomes a Nat Geo explorer someday, because we definitely have explorer grantees who are studying dinosaurs, um, out in the field. And they're, you know, like in Morocco or in the Sahara, like they're How can you get into over. that. How can oh, you get yeah. that? And is there an age limit? Do you like tell no, me? No, I mean, well, so I mean, to be an explorer, um, I think our young explorer grantees, I'm not sure when the age cutoff is, but I think it's like in your twenties is like how old maybe you have to be. Um, okay. don't quote me on that. It might be younger, okay. uh, but definitely check it out. The young explorer grants, um, you know, if he, if he starts studying the stuff and gets really into it, he can definitely apply and wow. that would be great. I look forward to seeing him at Nat Geo. <laughs> oh yeah. He loves it. I mean, he, he has a Nat Geo, um, uh, subscription to the the like magazines yeah. it's very like I said when I open up the the mail because I get books all the time from from guests I they see that he sees the yellow and he's like mom that's fine I'm like it's not <laughs> yours yet give me a sec then you can have it and he keeps it and he has his whole bookshelf of all these Nat Geo and I I have my old set the hard book ones the hard covers yeah. that are huge yeah, the year I was born. I think my mom got one when my sister's year was born. Oh, wow. And so we have all of those as well. And I mean, how accurate would, so I guess my question is if you're keeping these things, how accurate are the old stuff versus the new stuff? Because everything is always, you know, you're always learning like the T-Rex for instance, right. um, back when Jurassic Park was made, they thought that dress that the T-Rex didn't have good vision and good sight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's why they're like, don't move. They can't see you. Now they've learned that they actually had very good sight and they can see everything. So that wasn't what, 20 years ago, it wasn't that long. So how accurate is that info versus now? And what do you do with that? That's such a great question. I, you know, so the almanac, as you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty thick. There's a wide range of content in here. So you know, we update it every year. So right now the 2024 Almanac is out. We're actually already working on the 2025 Almanac and we're going to continue to work on it and update it over the course um, of its, you know, production life. And updating it is a huge 
process. Um, and it involves a lot of people and a lot of fact checkers. And um, our photo team is involved and our, our designer, and we have experts sometimes. Um, and so we are very painstaking about updating everything. So yeah. even if a page doesn't look like it's been touched, it actually may have been. Um, there may be some like slight nuance on it that it, that has been updated. So we are always on the lookout for information that is contrary to what's been published previously. We're always aware, like trying to be aware of those updates. So I think, for example, um, you know, you brought up T-Rex. That's that's such a, a great one. And kids, a lot of kids like like dinosaurs. Um, and you know, we would definitely be updating that information and we update photos as well. Our photo editors, um, you know, they, they go through this and they make sure that what we're depicting is the most accurate representation, the most modern representation, you know, comparing it, comparing our current book to the, to the older books of National Geographic I mean, not even comparing it to like the 2010, for example, like our, I think that that was our first ever Nat Geo Kids Almanac. Um, you know, I mean, there could be huge differences between between those books. And we, you know, because we do so much updating and, um, you know, the information is constantly changing as more science comes out and more, more information comes to light, you know, we make sure those updates are, are in the latest the, uh, you know, updated version of the almanac. Right. And in this one, you said there's a bonus, there's like bonus section and there's an almanac challenge. So yeah. what exactly is that? Yeah. So the bonus section um, is really things to make kids laugh. So, um, you know, we really wanted to, to entertain kids. We want kids to have a great time with this. This is such a great like boredom, like you were saying, I think like a boredom busting compendium, you know, for summer. So it's really, it's a really great alternative, you know, versus, you know, if a kid doesn't, you know, if your kid doesn't have like uh, or even if they do like have like summer camp or something lined up, they should bring this with them. It's it's great to, you know, read outside, um, to read on a bus, to read on a, a, a plane ride, a road trip at summer camp. Um, it's got riddles in it and jokes and you can entertain your friends. Um, you know, I was actually sending some of the riddles to a, a friend of mine who um, uh, was in the hospital to kind of like lift her spirits a little bit. So um, there's some great content in here. And, um, you know, I would say that, you know, kids would absolutely eat this up. And, you know, if they want to get involved in the Nat Geo Kids Almanac Challenge, that's something they can definitely do. So you would just go to natgeokids.com slash almanac, and you could see the rules for the Almanac Challenge there. Um, so for this year, we really wanted to highlight the work of one of our incredible Nat Geo Explorer grantees. Her name is Dominique Gonzalez. She studies elephants. She grew up in Mozambique and saw these majestic creatures there and started, you know, she became fascinated by them and she started studying them. And she, she ever since has been working to protect them. So for this year's Almanac Challenge, we wanted kids to uh, imagine a, a social media page for an elephant. So they're not actually creating like an actual social media page. But if you go to natgeokids.com slash almanac, you'll see a template for one um, that you could either print out or you could fill out or you could create your own. Um, and it's, you know, you could add your, an elephant profile picture. You could, you know, have 
up, you know, what would the elephant be saying? What would, what's the elephant's favorite food? What's their favorite color? Um, and it's, it's really just a cool way to kind of get kids interested in elephants and kind of imagining, uh, you know, what, what an elephant's like internal, like social life would be like, because they are actually incredibly, they're incredible social creatures. They, they take care of their young, they, they mourn their young, they're incredibly protective of them. Um, and there's still so much we're learning about them. And it's just so fascinating. You know, we, we, as humans, I think, think that, you know, we are, these uh, beings with like this higher order intelligence. And I, I just think that there's still a lot to unlock about the, the natural world and the, the animals in our, on our planet and, you know, how protective they are of their, of their young as well. And, you know, they have these really complex social lives. So it's, it's really fascinating to learn about. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely make sure my kids check that out for sure. I think that, you know, elephants are my mom's favorite animal. And so she loves um, elephants. They're just very intelligent. They're huge. And they're just, they're very, very fun to watch. And they're so cute as babies as well. So yeah. and they're so, matriarchal societies, which is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing um, about the almanac. And can you share with the listeners, like where we can find it, if there's um, ways that we can follow you on some of your upcoming projects as well? Sure, sure. So, um, you know, the Almanac is out right now. It's available wherever books are sold. So your favorite local bookstore, or if you know you wanted to go to Barnes and Noble or Amazon, it's available there. Um, it's the 2024 Nat Geo Kids Almanac. Um, you know, and if you wanted to see other Nat Geo Kids books, definitely check out your local bookstore. You know, you can find our books with this distinct yellow border. Um, they've got the yellow spine on a lot of them as well. Um, you know, in our office, you know, we've got a wall of Nat Geo kids books because we've been doing this for a very long time. We've got a, we put, we used to publish like close to a hundred books a year. Um, yeah. not sure what the number is now, but you know, we've just have a wall of like yellow borders. I mean, it's, it's incredible to see like the whole breadth of your work. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing. And I encourage the listeners to go pick up a copy. It is very cool. My son scooped it up as soon as it came in the mail. So I got to flip through it, but I got to read the, the, got the 2023 one as well. And, um, I just, it's, it's very fascinating and you get to learn stuff. You got some fun facts to spit out your kids. And, um, so I thank you so much for being here and I hope you come back. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And thank you for listening to another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast. Um, everything will be in the show notes, all the links, all the things. So reach out if you have questions and we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the chaos and cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.